Beam Babe. Welcome to the Beam Life Podcast, where we are all about honoring your truth, prioritizing your passions, and unlocking your potential. Let's go. I'm your host, Caitlin, and it's my calling in life to create this community of like-minded, kick-ass women ready to make moves and live a life they are obsessed with. So if you're ready to be everything and more, babe, let's get this party started. Hey, babe. Welcome to the Beam Life Podcast. I am so happy you're here. Today's guest is so special. You're going to feel her joy and light come right through your speakers and into your heart. And I know that she is going to make an impact on you the same way she did me from our first call. Her name is Pumehana Palmer, and she is with us from Hawaii today. And I have to say it like that because she says it with such Hawaiian pride. And um, it's just such a fun conversation about identity. And she even puts me in the hot seat and breaks down identity and how to compartmentalize all the hats that we carry around as women. Pumehana is a mom of two girls, and she, most of her life, had her identity and her self-worth wrapped up in what other people thought of her. Sound familiar? At 33, she put her foot down, took her power back, and started living a life of service and inspiration. Today, she is obsessed with teaching the tools of self-discovery and personal transformation and is on a mission to help working moms and female business owners show up with absolute certainty for themselves, their babies, and their businesses. She does all of that and more on today's episode, so let's just dive right in and get this party started. Hey, Pumehana. How's it going, girlfriend? Good. I am so excited for this. I'm so excited to dive in and chat with you. Yeah. Since our like pre-call chat, I have been so excited and I know that this is so perfect for like mindset coaches. Of course, our journeys are always like shifting and growing and evolving in real time. Um, and I think a lot of clients miss that. So what I think is cool is originally we had something completely else planned for our conversation. And then, you know, whatever happened, we, we missed our first chat. And then you're like, but I actually want to talk about this instead. And I'm like, yes, let's go for it. So the audience is in for a real treat, um, because Pumehana is going to work her, uh, magic. And I actually get to be the, I guess you will call it client, for a change. But before we dive into all that, I want you to just soak in the magic and joy that she's bringing today. So tell us a little bit about you. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. And just to your, to your point of like how our journey is always evolving. Like, absolutely. Um, we, it feels like so much has happened, even just the short amount of weeks that we, you know, didn't chat and whatnot, like between then and now. Um, and I, I absolutely love it. It's so fun, right. You just like keeps you on your toes. And then, and then it also gives you so much more to be able to offer and present and provide to your, to your clients. Right. Cause you're, you're right along with them, right. You're on the journey with them. So, um, a little bit about me. I am born and raised in Hawaii. Um, 
I am a native Hawaiian. I don't know if there's a lot of people out there who know that, but just because you live in Hawaii doesn't necessarily mean that you're Hawaiian. But I am, I'm native Hawaiian um, with a whole mixed plate of other ethnicities and nationalities. <laughs> um, I of things am, that make you great, right? Oh, yes. And then of things that make people just kind of look at me and just, you're, uh, where are you from? What are you? What, you, what, you, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm a mommy of two spectacularly tenacious little girls. Uh, my husband is also an entrepreneur and we are raising them in an entrepreneurial household, which is still so weird for me to say, because both of us grew up with parents who were like nine to five, right? They lived and breathed yes. nine to five. Um, so it's really fun to be able to show them um, the control that they have in, in their life and the choices and the options that they do have. Yes. Um, I am a real estate agent as well as a mindset coach. Um, a little bit of background of, of why I'm so passionate of, about mindset and about personal transformation. I started a few years back, I dabbled in, you know, network marketing, multi-level marketing, and I understand the concept, but naturally that really just opened the doors of, of um, mindfulness, of personal growth, personal transformation. Um, and for some reason that just, that just clicked for me and I couldn't yeah. get enough. And as I started to open up and, and dive deeper into that, just there were so many synchronicities and so many opportunities and doors that started to open and doors that started to close as well, um, that as much as it changed, the one constant was my ability to change and my willingness and openness to yeah. change and, and cut to today um, I firmly believe that everything that we see is created twice, right? First in the mind and then in physical form in, in reality. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like cars, everything from a car design to, I don't know, a tree, right? It's, you have this vision of like, I want this tree to go there. So we need to plant a seed um, and then allow it to grow. So yeah. yeah. And would you say that it was through network marketing is how you kind of started this entrepreneurship journey? I would absolutely, absolutely. Because it opened my door, opened my mind to, again, the, the control that I have um, in my own ability to create income and yes. income stream and revenue. Um, and and that I don't need to rely on, on someone else in the sense that, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to go out and find a job and wait for somebody to say yes to me before yes. I say yes yeah. to myself. Right. Like, oh, now it's time for you to make more money or you mm -hmm. have to do X, Y, and Z before you can mm -hmm. get to this next place. Yeah. Hey, can and, you look at my resume and yes. tell me if I'm good enough for your position or your job. No, no. Yeah. It's so powerful when you look at it from that perspective, because right. There's so much security in that, but then there's also 
a ceiling everywhere. And so I feel like in the world of entrepreneurship, which could be its whole entire other podcast, um, is terrifying, especially with children. And it wasn't modeled for you. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, my dad's side of the family is all entrepreneurs. My mom is nine to five and I see the benefits and also the, um, the cons, I guess, in the, in the other sense for both. And I think, you know, I'm like, even though I see all the cons for entrepreneurship, I wouldn't choose anything else. Would you? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. No, I, I really wouldn't. And it was really interesting. I was having a conversation with, um, another friend who also, uh, she's a little over a year into starting her business and we were talking about the challenges, right. And yeah. I had asked her, I was like, yeah, but at any point, did you say, I, I need to give up. Did you ever like, I mean, we always kind of have that little like whisper of just like, mm, am I yeah. doing the right thing? But there's a larger pull, right? That's like, no, 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 dude, but keep going, keep going. Yeah, keep like, going, don't, keep going. Exactly. Don't, you can't walk away. You don't want to walk away, right? Yeah. It's just like, okay, this is just another, this is another hurdle. Totally. Um, and a new level. Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. So, through your entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship journey, you know, it always kind of develops and morphs all the things we've been talking about, but why did you feel it was your calling to, you know, do this mindset work? And then more specifically, most of your clientele is women, right? Specifically yeah. women. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to mindset, like I am all for root cause solutions, right? And for me, just as I from my perspective, as I would look at the world and I would, as I would look at uh, different challenges that would come up for other people, and then also the challenges for myself, I was able to really see that, oh, yeah, but it's the way that you're looking at the challenge, right? It's the way that you're looking yes. at the problem, and it's the way that you are choosing to um, approach the problem, right? Yes. And so, I realized like, Hey, let's, let's talk about the root of it. Let's, let's talk about, you know, the frames, the glasses that, yes, you're, quote, that, you're, glasses that you're wearing. Exactly. And let's, I don't know, like clean the glasses a little bit, or, Hey, let's even rebuild and restructure the frames. Um, in order for you to experience what it is that you want to experience. And then to your point of, of wanting to work with women, let me tell you something. This was a journey because yeah. even as a kid, I was the girl. I was not the girl's girl. I was the tomboy. I was the one that always wanted to hang out with the boys or whatnot. And quite, I don't know if it was because I had some daddy issues, like I said, raised right. by a single mommy, <laughs> but whatever the case, um, I, I grew up with this. And for some reason I had, I was telling myself this story that like other girls are competition, other women yes. are competition. Yes. Right? And then I worked in the retail space and, you know, that's again, with the frames and the perspective, right. You know, I, I, I used to work in the shoe department and the juniors department at Nordstrom. And then that was on the same floor as um, 
the cosmetics girls and sometimes the cosmetics girls were they were just a little on the cattier side and I was just like oh I don't know I don't want to yes. be that <laughs> but again throughout like my career journey and whatnot I got into the field of aesthetics and that definitely is a beauty industry but it starts with skincare right and every esthetician that I ever met and came across were the most beautiful women from the inside out mm. right and the difference between, I mean, the difference with aesthetics is it's so much more, it, it draws more of a nurturing type of personality. Yeah. And through my journey of like working at a spa, being a facialist, and it's a very intimate field, right? Yeah. Not on a sexual way, of course, but like yeah. in a very nurturing, let me yes. take care of you. Let me tell me your deepest, darkest secrets while yeah, I'm scrubbing tells, your face yes, and massaging totally. your scalp. Absolutely. Like if you're seeing the stuff that's coming out of my pimples, I think I can tell you my deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge you. There's no you judgment at that point. There's no judgment. <laughs> um, and, and that's where uh, the, the connection that I started to have with women really came into play. And then becoming a mother and then becoming a mother of two girls, right? Just there's the journey and the transformation of, of really understanding and, and gaining that connection and that true love for other women. Um, and to break, I mean, break through the stories right rewrite the stories yes. of like we're not we're not in competition we really aren't yes like, we're a sisterhood always yeah and that's why I love meeting other women like you because so many people think like they've I've been asked this like why do you bring other mindset or life coaches like isn't that what you do and I'm like yeah and there's 18 million different ways to look at one thing and we're not all going to vibe with the same person. Right. So, and we all can't help and reach everyone. So it's like, wouldn't you want to learn from each other and then create this incredible sisterhood to be able to really do what our mission is. And that's connecting like-minded women to see this possibility. And like, I like how you said, you know, clean off the glasses and just look at things a little bit differently from a different perspective, right? It's the age old is the glass half full or half empty oh, kind of situation. Um, and it's, it's all about how you look at things. And I love that. That's what you really help women do is to shift perspectives. Um, and I find it so fascinating. I've done a, you know, a lot of work in this and I know you have too, just based on our conversation is how, like when you shift the mind, how everything like energetically also mm -hmm. changes, right? Like awesome. everything that starts to like attract to us and all this stuff. I just, I absolutely love it. So what you're doing is magical and women need it. So I'm so happy we found each other. Cause I, you know, learn from you too, and all the things you put out on social and all that good stuff. So oh my goodness, same, same. It's oh good. my goodness. It's good to yeah. be connected. I love that. So, um, one of the hardest parts, not only about entrepreneurship, but just in life in general, right. Is we have to conquer some obstacles. I mean, even before we started this call, I was just like, Hey, what's good. Right. And we were talking about how something presented itself and you got through it. So 
how, when you're like back is against the wall or you're feeling really stuck or having to like either make a decision fork in the road, how do you process that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think earlier when you, when we were talking, you had asked and you had asked before, like, how do you push through? And there's something for me. Um, I don't know if that, I don't, I don't think the word like triggered me or anything, but it like, it's almost like a bing with the word yeah. push, right? Yeah. Um, when I feel that someone is pushing me, I feel like, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. So if I, I honestly don't like to push, like if I feel any sort of pressure, that's more of, um, a sign and a signal to me, like, Hey, something's not in alignment. And I don't know if you've ever done like human design. Have you ever looked into your human design? Obsessed. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I'm getting there. I've heard of it and I've looked a little bit more into it. Um, I'm a generator. Okay. And so what are you? I'm a generator too. Very nice. Okay. So (laughs) our job is to generate energy, right? Generate the good vibes for the rest of the world. And we, no, we're not magnifiers because that's another thing, right? Yeah. I, I I was like, I just love how it laid out this entire chart. And I'm just like, I want to know everything. Tell me all the things. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. And it just like, it gives us a better insight on into who we are. And again, like adjusts our antennas. Um, so I know that, that when I'm not lit up, that something's off. And so I'm not the kind of person where I like retreat into a corner. I I don't like get quiet. (laughs) That's not me. When I feel overwhelmed, like sometimes I'm just like, (laughs) but um, that is information to me. And when I know that things, I feel overwhelmed, then it's usually a signal like, Hey, you need to chill. You need to take a breath and truly like calm the F down. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's not easy. Like, let me tell you something like just a couple days ago, I did not respond the way that I was supposed to. Um, and I did it in front of my kids, but yeah. what I was they very the best different. little, uh, mirrors, right? Oh, goodness. oh my goodness. <laughs> I totally Poor feel dears. you on that one. Yeah. But, but like, I was able to go back and be like, Hey, mommy was overwhelmed. And I start to put the language to it. Mommy was overwhelmed. Yes. And I was handling a lot of things and I didn't respond to it as well as I could have and should have. So I know that when like shit's happening back up against the wall, it, it's time to slow down. It's time to pump the brakes and slow down because yeah, even then, obviously that means that you know, there's a, there's a decision, there's a major decision to be made and to be had and things need to be handled. But when you come at a decision, when you come towards a situation with an energy of angst, of overwhelm, of fear and uncertainty, 
you don't make the best decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Some people do. Some people do. But me personally, I don't. So it's just like. Yeah. And I think that's important. The biggest thing you said, right, is that what you do is not necessarily going to work for everyone. But that's, I think, the point is to find out like what works for you. And, you know, like, and there's probably a lot of people who, you know, a lot of people attracted to my podcast have a similar, probably generator type personality. Let's get shit done. Hustle bustle. Let's go pack it on. I can take it. And then we have to come up to make a really important decision and we can like explode, right? If we don't process properly, I'm the same way. I need to take the time. I need to like settle down. I need to get back into like myself, like, how does this feel making this decision? So I totally am there with you and vibe, but I think, you know, really discovering what works is the most important part of it all. Yes. Like absolutely to that point. Um, that's been a theme that I've really started to be aware of even these past few weeks is that our, our entire, our life is, just one big journey of hashtag know thyself, right? Yes. Just yes. know yourself. It's trial and error. And I, I feel that every situation is like a swinging of a pendulum, right? The way that you respond to something, it's you go from one extreme to the next. And with the self-awareness that you build, then you start to understand and you start to figure out for yourself, hey, okay, this was a little too far. Too far. I didn't like this one. Let's, let's try the other side. No, nope, yes. that was a little too much of an extreme. And as we make these decisions, we go back and forth and then we find what works for us. And, and when a pendulum is, is balanced, so to say, it, it sits still right? But we are not like that. You know, balance is not rigid stillness. If you stand on one foot and you really tune in, you can feel the subtle counter motions and counteractions of your foot muscles. And that's all life is. That's all balance is. There is no work-life balance, right? It's Yes. It's push-pull, push-pull, push-pull. Absolutely. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I love that. And I, and I love the hashtag know thyself. And I meant to say too, when we were talking about human design that I will put all of the, I know there's a free chart you can do to start. So I'll put that in our show notes for people listening to they're like, what the hell is human design? You can link it. It's there. And, um, yeah, let us know in the comments too, what ends up being your human design. We would love to know. Um, so I know a lot of of work that you've been doing lately is around identity. So I want to really dive into that with you. And I know you've got something, um, special in mind. So I'm excited to kind of sit back and see what that's all about, but specifically tell us a little bit more about what all that means, like working with identity. How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So with the pandemic last year, back in 2020, um, I remember, I had did I did like an Instagram post that said like at any point in the day I am wearing like four different hats and that kind of sent me on a little like spiral of like hey what is that what does that mean and 
And as I started to feel the overwhelm throughout the year and then into 2021, I really started to like see like, hey, I'm I'm trying to be like four plus, sometimes seven or eight different people. And my priorities are out of whack. And that's where my overwhelm comes from because I'm not focused on like one thing at a time. And there's countless studies that are done that that's proven that multitasking is not a good thing. Yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? I hate those studies. Um. <laughs> Cause you're like, no, I can do it all. I'm, telling I'm an entrepreneur. I'm supposed to be able to do it all. So one day I decided to like really sit down and compartmentalize and, you know, our more masculine counterparts, uh, they have an easier job at doing that. But for yeah. us as women, you know, it's, we take on so much more meaning to the different roles that we play. Yes. So I sat down and I laid it out and um, let's, let's do this for you. So I love it. Let's do it. Hey, babe, I promise we'll get right back to the episode, but I wanted to make sure you knew about my Beam Life Blueprint course launching January 10th. This is a 12-week empowerment course designed to help overwhelmed, stressed out, burnt out, tired women ditch chaotic living by helping them architect an unbreakable belief system so that they can finally experience getting back to themselves and living a life they're excited about. Imagine being able to say no. Imagine creating time for you. Imagine having a life, a plan that you are building that is exactly what you want. You're not having to be on anyone else's agenda or fit into anyone else's box. You are genuinely showing up for you in an authentic way and stepping back into your power. If this is something that sounds interesting to you, I encourage you to go to the show notes and apply now for this program as I am only working with women who are committed to wanting to make this shift. I know a lot of us talk about it, but some of us just aren't ready yet. But if you're saying, yes, Caitlin, I am ready to make that shift, to step into my power and finally start living life for me, then I would love to see you there and work with you on a deep level that I know will help you get to where you want to go. Because babe, you have everything inside of you. I just want to help you uncover that magic. All right, now back to the episode. Step one is to identify each major role that you play. And just for time's sake, let's do your top three. What are your top three major roles that you play in life? I would say entrepreneur, business owner, mother, and partner. So, okay. Um, step two is going to be to create like a name or an alter ego for each role. So something that you can easily just like step into. Yeah. I mean? All right. Let's see. I would say entrepreneur. I'm going to have to go with Beam Boss because that's, that's my, my entrepreneur role. It's funny how that one's just like, yes, comes easily. Um, let's see, mom, I'm going to have to go with, um, 
you know what? I'm just going to go with mama because I'm, I am mama. Like that's what she calls me. And I'm always been like, I don't want to be mommy. Mommy. I, you know, mom, she's getting in, she's five and she's calling me mother. Um, (laughs) but yeah, (laughs) but mama, I'm mama there. And my partner one is easy. My partner calls me gigs. Like, cause I like to giggle. And so my partner role will be gigs. (laughs) Awesome. So beam boss, mama and gigs. I love that. Okay. So step three is to create what is each role's purpose. So, you know, people often tend to give a lot of the question of like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose in life? Right. And that's, that's way too broad of a category and a a general question um, to, to really just dive in with. So what is, what is being boss's purpose? I would say it's kind of twofold. One is like a, a community builder. So that's like part one. And I would say the other part is to help and show women what's truly already inside of them and to like dust it off and to get reconnected with their true identity, which is funny that we're talking about that, um, you know, back to who they are. I love that. Can I just like, I absolutely love that because it's, you're saying that it's something that they need to uncover, that it's, that it's something that, that is already within them rather already than there. something that's exterior and like, oh, I need to go and find it. Like, no, no, yes. sister. Like it's already it's there, there, girl. It's there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. At okay. this point in life, it's like, we can't go out and get anything, right? Like it's at 30 plus years of life. Like you're pretty much who you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got to really look inward instead of outward. And I'm so all about that work. I absolutely love that. I agree. thousand percent agree. Okay. What is mama's purpose in life? Love. That's really like, I just, you know, I don't know if my mom sometimes listens to the podcast, sometimes not, but I think as, um, you know, the way I know my mom loves me more than anything, but the way I was shown love is something so different than I want for my daughter. And I think that it is such, uh, there's such a reflection of where we're at with ourselves. And they're also, they're complete independent beings as well, but I notice so much about the way I treat myself, whether it's positive or negative, right? Cause just because we're coaches doesn't mean we don't have bad days. They see all of it. And I'm like, I, I don't want you to ever get to a point where you feel like you have to dust off anything and uncover things. I want you to know who you are and love yourself unconditionally so that you don't need anything else to fill you. Everything else you have is because you desire it and want it. And it's like a deep love, like showing really, I guess it's more self-love, but teaching how to love. Yeah. I I hear you. Um, what comes to mind when you say that is this idea of pouring into your own cup first and pouring into your own cup so much that you, not that you have enough to pour into other people's cups. It's that your cup is overflowing into everyone else's cups. So, um, yes. you, not that you have the responsibility to make other people happy. It's that 
you are so you are beaming from the inside yeah. out, right? Yeah. That you are providing light for everyone else without diminishing your own, right? Totally, totally. So the beam life's all about. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Um, lastly, what is Giggs's purpose in life? You know what I love so much about my partnership right now, and it's unlike anything else in the world, it's having like doing life as a pair. Um, and we are so we walk in alignment. One person isn't in front of the other. It's a true partnership. And I think that the purpose is to it's really, it's probably connection, right? It's like that deep soulfulness that is just enjoying connection with another person and like intimacy at a level that you don't get just every day with anyone. It's, it's something special. And it's, it's a relationship that I believe I truly manifested. Um, because what I have had in the past was just not even anything close to this. So it's, it's a true partnership. And I think learning how to be in partnership is something that we have to learn, um, only by doing it really right. It's by loving yourself first and, and choosing you is how you can be with someone and truly be together. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. That's, that's so special. And it's, it's really something that I, think that we all should strive for and to have to have shown your child and to be showing your little girl like what what a true partnership looks like and yeah. what a true relationship should look like or could look like you know what I yeah. mean because it it her her relationship and her partnership whatever you know she manifests in her yeah. lifetime may not necessarily look exactly like yours, right? But for you as mom to have experienced and truly manifested, manifested and take taken ownership of your relationship, you don't feel the need to um, push your yeah. experiences on her. On. Yeah. I love it. Um, what came to mind while you were, while you were talking though, um, I, I did a relationship course with, with my husband a while ago and, uh, there were three different possibilities, I guess, if you will, as far as, as a partnership or relationship. And it was, um, shown by letters. So, the first letter was the letter A. So if you picture like a capital A where it's like the two people are leaning on each other and then they're like, yes, they're holding hands, if you will. But if you take one away, then the other one falls, right? So that's very much mm. of like a, an extreme codependent relationship. Right. That was my last marriage. Yes. Yeah. We were at the A, capital A. <laughs> capital <laughs> A. Um, and then another one is... Uh, the letter H where yes, you're, you're in both in alignment and there's the, I guess you could say like there you're holding hands if not quite, but um, the middle yeah. line between the capital H and it's like, you guys are uh, very independent 
and almost rigid. Your connection is almost rigid. Right. And then there's the other one, which is a letter M, where you guys are standing in alignment and independent of each other. Yes. But the connection is as if you're holding hands, right? Mm, and there's yeah. just that love and that softness to it. Oh, yes. We're doing this together. And yeah. And we love ourselves as much as we love our, each other. Totally. So as you were describing your partnership and your relationship, that's the what letter I saw M. in my head. I love it. M. Um, okay. Uh, so step four is to uh, describe and identify uh, your each, each identity's top priorities. So going back to um, Beam Boss, what are her top maybe one to two priorities in her role? Yeah. I mean, that's basically running and starting this business is keeping it off the ground and also, um, and financially providing for the family. And yeah, it's, it's basically all of that growing the business financially providing and continuing to evolve and grow this community. Yeah. And when you have, when you keep that in mind, when you keep her purpose in mind and the priority of, of just being a smart and savvy business owner, right? You're going to make decisions differently. Yeah. What would you say uh, your priorities are for mama? I think priorities, it's kind of what we talked about, right? It's like really um, showing, like right now we're talking about like breathing and how to breathe. I mean, she's five and she knows how to breathe and do like a circular breath because she's like me, we learn how to explode. Right. And so, yeah, it's just, um, teaching her how to use her own power and her own strength and to, um, to know that she is like, she is that generator. She is that creator for herself and anything she wants is possible. And to, and to really show her that there, you know, if the path isn't there that she can make it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love that. If the path isn't there, then she can make it. She can create it. Totally. Totally. Like a bolo knife and just like, yeah, snap right. The trees down woman. <laughs> you got this. And uh, what is your top priority as gigs? I think my top priority is like, it would be more of that. Um, it's a really, it's a side of myself that I don't get to really, uh, tap into often, which is a much softer side of me. So I think my role is honestly in that it feels very nurturing. Um, also I would say in the mama bear role too, but nurturing in a sense of like, not like I'm taking care of my partner, but it's more of like, um, support. I, yeah, support. And I also just get to be soft. I don't have to be this like female badass hustler, do the thing, grow the business, blah, blah. I can just like, ah, let me melt. Sit in yeah. feminine, like, yeah, absolutely. and it's, that's the perfect word. I use such masculine energy over here and then being able to have like tap, really have my feminine energy and see what's that's all about for sure. Yeah. That's so special. And that's so special to be able to recognize that and feel safe in that. 
right? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of us in, I mean, in society, society tells us, hey, you know, if you're a woman entrepreneur, you need to be more like the man, like you need to yeah. be more like a guy and you need to push, you need to negotiate hard. You need to stand your ground and be like, I am woman, roar. Totally, but, totally. <laughs> which like, is awesome. And absolutely. Like, right. Yes. There's, there's different times that call for that, but you know, to be able to come home and to be safe and feel safe, um, in yes. our divine feminine, it's, it's a gift. It really is. It's a true gift for sure. And I've never gotten to use that side of me much. And so, but I've started, what's funny is like, I start seeing it show up more in my business because I feel like I've practiced it over here and I'm like, this yeah. was safe. Now I can yeah. actually do it out in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness. How empowering. Yes, um, totally. Totally good to be able to practice that. Awesome. Okay. So step five is what does each identity need to believe in order to thrive in this role? And this kind of goes back to the stories that we tell ourselves, right? And there's a couple of different ways that you can do it. Of, hey, what does this, per this identity need to believe about herself? Um, and, or what does the identity need to believe about the role around or the world around her and the environment that she inhabits? Yes. inhabits. So um, Beam Boss, what does Beam Boss need to believe in order to thrive in her role? That anything is possible. Um, really, truly, I, I believe that in all sense of the word. And, and I sometimes, you know, we get lost in the shuffle, but then I go back when I feel like things get, you know, mixed up. I'm like, you know what? It's all possible. Anything that you want for this is possible because it's not just going to happen out of thin air, but I know who I am and I know what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. And if we just keep laying the bricks, it's yeah. going to be okay. Like we're going to have a house. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Like anything is possible. Yeah, absolutely. And when push comes to shove, then that's, that's what you're going to come back to. Right? Yeah. And that it's okay to change our mind, right? Like oh my we don't goodness, have to yes. be so stuck in a way. Um, and so like having those, like anything is possible if you dream it, sure. But also if you've dreamt it before and you like really don't want to do that anymore, you don't have to keep doing it to prove something mm -hmm. like you can change your mind. It's okay. A thousand percent. I remember, um, oh, I heard something by Tom Bilyeu, the guy oh, who- Love him, yeah. Love him, right? Impact theory, oh my God. Um, but I remember him doing, uh, it was some sort of podcast, I think. And he had said like, if you're going like a thousand miles an hour down the wrong path and you realize that you're going down the wrong path, are you just gonna keep going because you're like, oh, um, I'm committed or whatnot. I'm, I'm supposed to stay consistent. Like, no, you turn around, turn around and go back. Yes. Who cares what other people think? Like if you're, yes. if you're on a road trip or something and you realize like, oh, I am on the wrong road. Do you, do you keep going? No, you change directions. You turn change around. Directions. Yes. Exactly. So, Duh. I, you know, it yeah. seems so obvious, but it's like, oftentimes we feel like, no, we have to show them that I can, mm -hmm. that I was made to do this. I was right. I mean, but yeah. Yep. Yep. No, just stop. Yeah. Just stop. No, no, no. You'll be okay. Um, okay. What does mama 
need to believe in order to thrive in her role? Ah, that's a great one. Um, I think honestly, it would come down to, cause as a mom, it's the hardest job on the planet. It, it's nothing to entrepreneurship. Nope. Um, it's really that all the tools I need to be a good mom. I have them all. I just need to trust myself. That's really trust. You know, that would, that's what it comes down to. It really, truly. Yeah. And when you show her that, and when you show her that it's okay to trust yourself, um, then she's, that's going to be instilled in her that when yeah. she gets put in situations, Hey, this is what I was, uh, shown. This is what was exemplified to me. And therefore I can do this too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, what does gigs need to believe in order to thrive in her role? This is a big one. Um, something I've done so much work on and probably when I still struggle with often and it's worthiness, mm. um, that, I'm worthy of this love. I am worthy of this relationship. I'm worthy of good things. Um, and I don't, there's no, um, what is the word? Uh, conditions. Yeah. Conditions. Yeah. It's unconditional mm. and it's just because, and I don't have to do anything to have oh it. Goodness. You know? I got chicken skin when you said that or goosebumps. <laughs> you guys call them. Um, <laughs> It's, it's, it's so right, you know? Yeah. Um, because we, we often feel like we need to prove our love. Oh no, I earned this. No, no, mm -hmm. no. Please love me because, Hey, look, look, what, look at what I do for you. Right. Please don't go. I, I, but I do this for you and you need yes. me and because of this and this, and if I prove myself, then, then you're not going to leave. Yeah. But sitting in the yeah. safety of. I love me for me and I love you for you. Let's love each other. Yes. And that's, um, yeah, that's kind of all it's you good. Need, huh? Yeah. It's really all you need. Love is all you need. You know, love is all right you, the first time. Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> they got it right. Um, and that's it. That's the five step love process that. of identity, identifying your identities. Right. I love that. I'm also, if you'll send me that too, because I'll put it in the show notes on, and um, so listeners can kind of break that down for themselves as well. And I know if you're lucky, you probably only have three roles, right? We could all probably name five plus, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love that because it helps to separate right when we're in the, in the mud. Oh yeah. Oh, I think yeah. that's when great. you come back to the so, basics. Yeah. When you come back to the basics and really understand and know your, your foundational beliefs and your foundational roles, then you can, you can show up in every situation yeah. knowing who you are. And that's where confidence comes from, right? That yeah. this, honestly, this is how I have battled my imposter syndrome. This is how yes. I have stood up against uh just some crazy stuff that some some people and some close people have said about me yeah and to me and I'm like it's it's laughable check yourself because, yeah check right yourself. because 
it's like water off a duck's back. Like I, I know myself and I know that I wouldn't ever do that thing that you said that I would or did. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's yeah. cool. And I have nothing to prove. Cool. Bye. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to just be over here living my yeah. best life. Chilling. I love yeah. it. So where can our listeners find you and get to know all your good stuff? I know you just started a new, a newsletter too, which I think oh is super goodness. cool. So tell us all about that good stuff. Yeah. So, um, in all honesty, it was definitely inspired by James Clear's, uh, three, two, one. Obsessed. Right. And I love that idea because it's so simple. And for me, as I guess, I don't mean, I'm not a copywriter. I'm not really a copywriter, but you know, creating that content, it's so simple. It's sustainable. It's bite-sized. I am also not offended because I didn't, I mean, I poured my heart into it, but not to the extent that like to know that somebody's going to delete it and throw it in their trash or might not even open it. Right. Right. So, um, my newsletter is called two for Tuesdays and you can thank my weird husband. Like it's a twofer, (laughs) but every Tuesday I pop into your inbox with two quotes or two ideas from others, two coaching questions for myself. Um, and two affirmations to help you move forward. And it's super simple. Uh, the coaching questions can be journal prompts for yourself, or it's something that can allow you just pause in your day, answer that question, or even sit with the question for a little bit, um, and then move forward. Right. Because like, like we said, it's all about, self-discovery it's all about knowing thyself and understanding who we are Um, and if if every week we could just learn something new about ourselves, um then then that's success right absolutely absolutely the newsletter uh to sign up for it it's uh www.pumehana my first name p-u-m-e-h-a-n-a.co c-o forward slash two, two, two. So we love all it. love our, our repeating numbers, our yes, angel numbers, yes. right? Yes. Um, so that's, that's my weekly newsletter. It usually comes out mm, maybe about 10, 10, 15 Hawaii time. Uh, I pop into your inbox and then um, I'm pretty active on Instagram. So at pumehana.co. I've got a TikTok. I don't do it as much as I should, but like um, any good millennial, I'm pretty active right? on Instagram. I, gotta, I, yeah. I was like, I got to get on the TikTok train. Instagram's great, but yeah, yeah. I, I got to do the TikTok thing. I know it's where, where all it's the people fun. are. It's fun. It's fun and it's really interesting. Yeah, it totally so. is. Before we wrap up, I always like to ask our guests, 11 questions for the beam babe lightning round. It's just one, two, three word answers. Whatever first comes to mind. Are you ready to play? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. First question. A beam babe is. A beam babe is someone who is always fanning her own flame, um, and lighting her own fire and lighting herself up so that she can spread the light for others. Love favorite song that always makes you dance. Oh, uh, the band save Ferris, the cover that they did for come on Eileen. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Currently reading. 
I'm actually finishing up uh, Four Agreements. I I'm rereading Ooh. it. It's so good. So good. And you I should probably reread that soon too. That's a, always a good one to go back to. It is. And it's so interesting because like you change so much as a person and the things that, that stood out to you or stood stand out to you this time around is so different. Um, you always get new insights. So yeah, I'm wrapping that up. It's so good. I actually just, I don't, maybe it was Brene Brown. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it was Glennon Doyle. Somebody was just talking about when you read a book a second, third, fourth time, and you are getting new things from it, that's how, you know, like you're growing as a person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's so true, right? Like by getting something different from a reread, it's like, but the first time I read this, I didn't see that, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm evolving and growing, uh, a bean babe that inspires you. Um, oh, dang it. I don't have just one. I think it's, Honestly, I think it's mompreneurs. Out. Mompreneurs, like yes, the, yes, the women who take on the challenge of building a new business and and doing it with love and authenticity, and and also with the purpose of like exemplifying it to their babies. That's so yeah. huge. Like mompreneurs so blow me away. Yeah. Always. Last thing that made you feel grateful. Uh, last thing that made me time with my husband this morning. Yeah. So good. When are you most inspired? Oh, Monday mornings. Oh my God. It's so weird. (laughs) I love it. I like Mondays too. I'm the exact opposite of Garfield, the cat. Yeah. Mondays. What always makes you laugh? this is, this is her. my husband. He's a nerdy white man. And like, he is with the dad jokes and sometimes, and it's often at the most inappropriate times. And, and let me tell you something like, Oh, we've had a rocky past, right? Yeah. As, yeah. as anyone. And, and it's like, it's so weird to see where we are right now, but that, that loser makes me laugh all the time. I love it. <laughs> favorite meal or food uh I like sushi man specifically hamachi which I mm. think the English English name for it is yellowtail yes but hamachi nigiri sashimi mm, key to my heart so good if you could raid anyone's closet who would it be oh um Jamie Chung, uh, the I know who that is. Yes, yes, she has fierce style. Fierce. Yes. What is your guilty pleasure? It's my guilty pleasure. Um. Oh my goodness, Ariana Grande. <laughs> I love her. I love her song. Own it. Own it. I, I love that bitch. She's yeah, so good, dude. I. <laughs> She yes. is so fierce. So freaking fierce, man. And so. lastly, what makes you Pumehana beam? Authenticity, authentic conversations. I hate yes. conversations, man. But when people can, it, when, when I can make people feel comfortable enough to share with me, like what they love, what they don't love, what they're scared yeah. of authenticity lights me 
lights me the, the f up. It lights me the fuck up. I'm sorry. We're just. I love we're, it. Fucking yeah. say it. We're at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. I am so grateful. First of all, this was like a first timer for me because I'm never in the hot seat. So I think it's awesome. I really loved it. Thought that was totally rad. And thank you for bringing your good energy and your authentic self to the beam life today. I am so grateful for you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you. I appreciate you so much. Bye girl. Have a great day. Bye. You are the best beam babe. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another beam babe or post it on social and tag me at the beam life so I can tell you thank you for helping me share the mission. You can also send me a text. Yes, a real text to 323-673-2709 where we can connect outside of the podcast. You can either chat with me one-on-one or just receive the weekly text I send to beam you up throughout your week. Anyways, it's been fun as always, and I'm honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time, keep beaming, babe.